Good whatever, everybody. It's time for another edition of the Jaded Eye Film Reviews Podcast. I woke up this morning and just hated everything. It's the Jaded Eye Film Reviews Podcast. <laughs> Good whatever, Jim. Good whatever, Alex. Does that have any relation to the film we saw today? It or is that just a generic... Does. That's, I mean, you know, it's been a heavy night for me. That's how I feel, but it also this is, is the relevant. Long and tired and difficult episode <laughs> of the JDI podcast. You were up all night at a major awards ceremony, Indeed. hobnobbing with the A-listers. <clears throat> I was up all night watching the Avengers Infinity War trailers. So between <laughs> us, we've had about four hours sleep. Never and, mind. <clears throat> and we've still managed to go and see another film, which was the brand new uh, Tomb Raider film, starring Alicia Vikander's giraffe-like neck. <laughs> If you've seen the you have this posters. bizarre obsession with that Photoshop, don't you? That is a weird poster. It looks really weird. She's got a massively long neck. Um, but, but does she have a long neck in the film? We shall get to that later. <laughs> she will. But you're trying to skip over, trying to guess where the <laughs> quote came from. It's a real quote I from can't a real even film. Think today is it from the first Tomb Raider? Yes, it is. Right. I made it really easy for you. <laughs> 2001's Lara Croft Tomb Raider, starring Angelina Jolie, the superior Tomb Raider. We'll we find we out. We shall see. We mm-hmm. shall see. Which when did that happen in the original Tomb Raider? Um, it's when the UPS guy turns up and she's basically destroyed all of her mansion, um, like through shooting stuff. Oh, and they, they attack her or something, don't they? Yes, in the mansion. That's right. Bearing God, it's a lot. It's like yes. twenty years ago, isn't it? it is, well, two thousand one. So uh, yeah, part of. it's a significant time ago now. And Blimey, uh, happier times for us all. And no Chris Barry in this one today always always means... <laughs> Spoiler alert. It's going to be, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult. It's an uphill struggle for it to start. But before we even Speaking get... Speaking of an uphill struggle, shall we try and get through this podcast? <laughs> yes. A lot of trailers six, to get through. Six. The most bizarre trailer reel I can remember in a long time. Throwing everything at it, which either says they don't know who the audience for Tomb Raider is going to be, or they don't know who the audience for these films is going to be. <laughs> or we, both, I guess. Should we attempt to cover the repeat? We might as well. Because I don't remember making any sense of a wrinkle in time. No. Last time around. It's lots of people... Do you have any idea now what's going on? What's going on? No. Chris Pine is someone's dad. Um, unbelievable, but... Well done. True. Oprah Winfrey's? Oprah Winfrey's. Reese Witherspoon's? Is in it. Reese Witherspoon is in it. Zach Galifianakis is in it. Oh yeah, with that weird beard. And, and, and strange eye makeup, which yeah. obviously denotes other worlds. Or uh, alternate A character known as Happy Medium. Classic. I love it. Michael Peña's in it. How did we not notice that last time round? He may not have been in the trailer, I don't know. No, he definitely um, wasn't. But Michael Peña. Why, why do you bury him? Why indeed. He's uh, always good. Um, doesn't always choose the best projects, to be honest, but... Uh, he was in what Ant Man. He was also in End of Watch. Uh, memorably. Correct. Two high points of his career. Two very good um, performances. But uh, a Wrinkle in Time. Who knows what it's about? I mean, it's obviously based off. It's based off a book, isn't it? And it looks we like did, it, we it's got a that kids' part, adventure, yeah. right? And it's about preteens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, young adult. Let's say. Oh, okay. Everything's young adult these days, isn't it? Um, and uh, Chris Pine was a. The researcher for NASA who goes missing and then no he was a mad professor who owns a NASA jumper oh is that what it was <laughs> I, well no it's A or B it's A or B the trailer doesn't make it clear but let's say if he's at NASA and then things have, I mean remember things have slid <laughs> enough in NASA to employ Michael Caine in Interstellar surely we haven't reached the point when Chris Pine is our and only it, hope and then he disappears one day and his... Through uh, a wrinkle in time, perhaps? Possibly, who knows? Um, and uh, his daughter, Jodie Foster, 
has to um, <laughs> build a machine that will transport. Oh no, wait, I'm thinking of. Am I thinking of contact or sphere or something? Contact. contact you are yeah. thinking. Never think of so, sphere. No, no, that's probably a good idea. Um, and then they meet Oprah and Reese Witherspoon and all other people who are sort of dressed up as other, you know, alternate universe. I mean, it's now open in the US and it's been huge again. Really. Um, it's due op- it'll open in the UK in another few days next weekend I think probably by the time you hear this and, and they're just choosing the one I weekend guess, that they aren't going up against one of their own films possibly, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> alright Tim Ready, you can have your opening weekend but now <laughs> we're going to stomp you into the dirt <laughs> got to get in before the Avengers comes along <laughs> every month there's going to be a major Disney release isn't there that's yeah. where we're getting to this point yeah and it's, it's crazy. Well, let's not talk about this one any longer because sure. we don't know anything we about don't, it. And I don't really care. I mean, it's not aimed at us, is it? It's aimed at kids and it seems like nonsense and no one wants to watch Chris Pine, do they? <laughs> do they? Chris do Pine they? and Reese Witherspoon. Again, yeah, that's right. Since since uh, the film that will not be named. So, what, Alongside what, Venom. Yogi, Yogi Bear. <laughs> yeah. Now you're really confused. How many Top films that begins. may not be named do we have in the <laughs> Pantheon were, at the moment? Well, there were two. One that it officially got passed on to uh, <laughs> Yogi Bear, the title did. Uh, so, should we move on to the new releases? Let's get rid of that one. Um, do we want to cover the two films that again aren't aimed at us? Yeah, well... I'm yeah. not sure I understand anything about these two films. Like, I'd like to be enlightened and, and open-minded and stuff, but there were two chick flicks here, and I don't care <laughs> about them for one second. The most notable point about... Which one are we going to do first? Should we do that after? Oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. I thought it was more exciting, but uh, no, it's, it's not. No. It's a very subtle vampire yeah. film. This is Midnight Sun. And this is the one with the. Uh, this must be a true son. story. Yeah, yeah. Don't, let's bury the lead for yeah, a moment. Okay. What must be a true story... About a 17-year-old girl <laughs> who has this rare skin condition that means she can't be out in direct sunlight. Let's put it this way. It's, if, if it's not a true story, it's the stupidest conceit for a young adult novel <laughs> I think I've ever heard. Before twi- before or after Twilight? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, maybe true. she sparkles on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And where's George? And, and therefore, she manages to... Get a date with someone she's been spying on most of her life in yeah. not a creepy way because no. it's a girl, it's so they're allowed to spy on people exactly. growing up, whereas boys doing it is wrong. That's, that's right. Um, and that boy turns out to be Arnold Schwarzenegger's son? Yes. Is in, that correct? In real life, not in the film. Oh, what a disappointing <laughs> twist that is. So they go on a date, presumably in the depth of winter, since it can be done entirely at, <laughs> during the dark. <laughs> But they're in some part of Texas where it's always nice and warm at that time of night. So that's handy. You know, so sadly, this isn't set in one of those Norwegian towns that get three hours of sunlight. Because that would be pretty <laughs> that's, awesome. That's where her family should have moved to. Yeah. <laughs> What's that vampire flick? 30, 30 Days of Night. 30 Days of Night. Josh there we Hartnett. go. Terrible film, that. Wasn't Danny Houston the main vampire? Oof. Something like that. Anyway, sorry, back to Midnight Sun. Sure. And ironically, she fails to mention this skin <laughs> disease. This debilitating and illness that affects every day of her life. I guess. Who's I mean, the new one called Terrible Terrible Disease and Hospital yeah, Life I mean, in the yeah, middle? There's, there is we had the big a, sick last year yeah. about a man falling in love with a woman who's in a coma. Yeah. Always a little creepy, but based on true stories, so therefore okay. Uh, yeah, the fault in our stars. No, uh, any Nicholas Sparks thing is literally, it follows the formula of two people meet, two people fall in love, one of them gets a horrific illness that's going to kill them. That's in place of any drama. Um, is this by Nicholas Sparks? I, I doubt it. I mean... 
Oh my god, it's a remake of a 2006 film. That's Lord. unbelievable. Why do you have to make it twice? <laughs> so, says so, the people who like Spider-Man films. Sorry, move on. Sometimes they want to make it the first time, but uh, well, so what are the positives? It's only ninety minutes. Um, Schwarzenegger seemed to be a Rob, reasonable Rob actor. Rob Riggle's in it, and Let's he's it quite entertaining, isn't he, he? Yeah. Oh, he's playing the dad, I think, isn't he? I think he is. Now, you see, I was struggling to confuse the parents with this film as the parents in the next film. Yes, yes. Because that's the one with the more interesting parents, isn't it? No offense to Rob Riggle, but <laughs> <laughs> um, familiar enough with Schwarzenegger's capabilities. And this was better. <laughs> so you're saying you'd rather see this over Predator? No. You'd I'm rather not, no, see this no, over Terminator 2? No, I'm saying... You'd rather see this over End of Days? I'm saying, well, maybe. <laughs> maybe End of Days. Um, definitely Where's not Where's the bar set? Commando? It, all I'll say is, uh, let's say, this Schwarzenegger is an actor, and his father was a movie star. Politician? Maybe. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So I'm sure it's know. very romantic. I'm sure there are some hilariously awkward end of the second act when she explains it. Well, we don't. I we, wonder we what she's sure. have to rush to. We maybe sh- maybe he's getting the red eye flight, and if she doesn't <laughs> catch him at the airport, the sun will rise, and she'll burn to dust. I assume that's what happens. Who knows? Um, or maybe but, she'll rip his throat out and drink his blood <laughs> in a romantic third act twist. She will. She will uh, sacrifice herself to save him in the morning sun and uh, turn to ash before our eyes. But oh, it'd be just like the end of Blade Two. Yeah, it wasn't exactly. that heartbreaking? <laughs> um, it, I don't know. Due What's the end of March, so I'm not sure why this isn't in the end of February. But things have changed a bit since then. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're pairing it with Love Simon, sure, which at least has a slightly more believable setup. It seemed more interesting. Do you want and, to try uh, and explain the concept of Love Simon? So this is a, what a high school kid in America who is closeted uh, homosexual and doesn't feel that he's able to bring this fact out and then somebody at his school is writing what an anonymous blog or something about being gay and he starts to uh, uh, communicate with that person say oh me too and I feel like I can't tell anyone and um, to be honest it's, it, it looked kind of interesting and then it had a much more straightforward and interesting setup I yeah. think I'm concerned that it might be an hour and a half of people writing blogs <laughs> and then reading what's been yes. typed on screen. Trying to make that an interesting thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, if they read out what they see on screen, that could be terrible. Um, who Bit of more the, interesting cast. Who are the parents in this one? Uh, Jennifer Garner and Josh Dumal. Oh. Jennifer Garner, who I'm not sure we've seen since Alias. Seems <laughs> to have vanished somewhat off the face of the earth since she got divorced from Ben Affleck. That's true. I don't since know. That, I don't, she, do you think she's been blackballed? Uh, what, have we, what have we missed? She does no, tend to play the mum now. She has graduated the mum role, hasn't she? Which seems harsh to me, but that's yeah. the way these things go. Oh, and just about best known as one of the human people in Transformers. Oh, one of the later Transformers even, wasn't he? Four or five, I don't know. And that's because oh, no. he came back. No, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's kind of one of the soldier people. That's right, the generic soldier people. Mm. But the one who survives, along with, I'm going to guess, his slightly sassy black friend. <laughs> Right, <laughs> that guy's got to be in the Transformers somewhere. Yeah. Yep, that sounds yep. good. Okay, good. Yeah, he's made it to Transformers, Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen, Transformers: mm. Dark of the Moon, right, and then returned for the most recent, The Last Night. So there we go. And Call of Duty, because of course he's been in Call of Duty. <laughs> Call of Duty, the game or a film? Oh, the game, of course. Well, the film's on its way, but it, is they're, it? Looking, they're looking probably for bigger names than Josh Duhamel, I suspect. <laughs> 
Um, and this was enlivened by the presence of Tony <laughs> Hale, wasn't it? Sure. Best known for Arrested Development. Probably Arrested maybe Buster Veep. on Arrested Development. Yeah, Veep these days. Um, alongside Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Uh, and it seemed like quite an interesting story. I mean, you know, to the extent that I don't care. I don't of care about teenagers. But imagine you were forced problems. to choose between Midnight Sun and well, Love, Simon. Without hesitation, I'd watch Love, Simon. Yes, it looked like if I were a teen... Uh, this would be an interesting film to watch. I think, in general, it's an interesting <coughs> premise. I mean, it does reveal pretty much every beat of the plot in the trailer. Somebody <laughs> eventually outs Simon, and it's how he deals with that. And there seem to be some heartfelt moments of him, you know, saying things like, well, this really, this is a choice that's been taken away from me. And, mm-hmm. and I think, you know, having a limited experience of that perspective, I'd be interested in watching it, apart from the fact that I suspect it's couched in a standard teen uh, well it's comedy drama film. and romance what more could you ask for in one film I mean not teenagers <laughs> it's, it's, you know, what about 25 somethings pretending to be teenagers because we've got quite a lot of that in both of these films yeah that's true actually yeah, I don't, I, yeah actually I dread to think how old Schwarzenegger is I mean the, the, the likelihood is he is a teen he's just been passed on so much human growth hormone <laughs> In his uh, <laughs> jeans or whatever. No, I will agree. Of works. the two, this felt more interesting. As I say, yeah. approaching a subject you don't often see. It's nice yeah. to have a gay character as the centre of romantic comedy rather than the wacky sidekick. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But uh, all things being equal, I still don't. Probably not going to see them. See Midnight Sun <laughs> out the 30th of March and Love, Simon the week after, 6th oh. of April. Someone in competition with each other. <coughs> Uh, so we know which one we'd like to win there. <laughs> Shall we move on to more films yes. aimed slightly more for us? Good grief. This film is aimed squarely at us, and uh, yet it fails because... Uh, have we seen this trailer before? Have we seen I don't it? think we've talked no? about Ready Player One yet. Right. This is Ready Player One, a Steven Spielberg film, I think, at least produced, if no, not actually directed, directed really. Yeah, the beard is back. Um, and for some unknown reason, he's chosen this piece of shit book, <laughs> Ready Player One. <laughs> To adapt into a film. This is the most. I've read this book and I. Congratulations. Like, yeah, One of four you've read in your life, at <laughs> least. true. And I don't like it. I, <laughs> I regret it. I should not have read this book. Was it the pain of reading? It's a bad book. It's oh, okay. a, I don't understand who it's for. It's written like a young adult novel, i.e., you know, it's a kid who finds out he's special and blah, blah, blah. But, Would that be a white American male? Oh, it is actually brown-haired white American straight male. Excellent. Yeah, finds out that he's you know special basically um, in this virtual world called I think it's called the Nexus or something in there. I'm not really sure. I mean, it's the, the Matrix, the, isn't yeah, it? Does it matter? It's the Matrix. Ooh, spoilers for the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, and uh, he you know meets the girl and and comes Oasis. out and all that. But the sorry. Oasis, that's it. Oh, um, like, sorry, you're right. It doesn't matter. But it's uh, the central conceit is that the whole thing is a treasure hunt in the in the Matrix for um, something that was put there by the creator of the Oasis, who loved the eighties, the nineteen eighties. None of this was in the trailer. Though. None of it. No. no everything no. you're telling me now is about the book. Yes, that's and true. And this is what's bizarre to me because I would also agree with everything you say. I hated the book. Yes. But I've just seen quite an entertaining-looking trailer. So I wanted to know, for, do you think they've got rid of all of that absolute bollocks from the book about everything, you know, Zork and text adventures No, and because like I that? think they've replaced it with 90s stuff. Right. 
so like we, the Iron Giant. So we saw a lot of the Iron Giant. We saw a lot of Halo warriors. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think there's a Street Fighter character in there somewhere. There's certainly some mechs that look like And you thought this looked good? Stuff. I think it looked no, well, shit awful. This so. is my problem. I thought this was quite a well-made trailer. Right. It advertised me to be a futuristic Steven Spielberg film that looks like it's going to be a riff on the Matrix with sure, some yeah. pop culture characters in it. Yeah. All of these would be quite good things. The effects are pretty spectacular. They are, right? Yeah. I would be concerned. They show a lot of this um, virtual world, and instead of using real characters, they've created like CG. Yeah. It looks like a mix of human CG, doesn't it, for the Oasis virtual world? And uh, too much of that looked like, oh, it's supposed to be a computer game, therefore let's do slightly crap graphics. Like The Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> like The Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> is that, is that yeah. But um, all of these <clears throat> things kind of appealed, but the problem is... I know it's based on Ready Player One, and I know <laughs> and how bad Ready story. Player yeah. One is. Even if you take yeah. out the '80s reference and replace the '90s reference, it's still terrible. Because I, I did... still hated it. Yeah, well, that's the thing. How much of the plot do you think they've changed? Because just a lot, like you said, we didn't see any really of the major driving points of the novel. In, in we in saw this that trailer. there's a bad corporation trying to take over Oasis. Yeah, and we got an idea that there's a lot of them, and they were having a race of some form. That's true. Yeah, and let's face it: if they've torn the book to shreds and started from scratch, the writer of the novel would not be getting a screenplay credit. Yeah, but uh, but the writing credits are Zach Penn and Ernst Klein. Ernst Klein being the author of the book. Right. So that smacks of a. Harry Potter slash Fifty Grades slash You Cannot Change a Word of My Precious Ugh. Dialogue. I will Ugh. accept some slightly updated references, but that's your lot. Uh, Doesn't I it? don't remember the book. Now, if it, massive... now, assuming this guy thinks he can do that to Spielberg is amusing. <laughs> <laughs> stand, stand back, Steve. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I, I know why people came to my book. I mean, to be fair, he probably does. It was quite a, it was a popular book. A bit of a bestseller, it was. Um, but isn't that true of so many bestsellers? I mean, sure. why people read anymore? It, it's a and mystery. It, and it doesn't stop them doing good business <laughs> at the box office. But, uh. So, um, Mark Rylance <laughs> is back because he's now contractually obliged to be in every Spielberg film ever. Of course, Simon Pegg's in it. Of, of course. course, Simon Pegg's in it. I don't remember it. seeing Simon Pegg in no, it. No, I, I think they're is. hiding him from the advertising. Yeah. It's nice to see Ben Mendelsohn getting work. Yeah, who that's was true. the baddie from um, Rogue One. Who will also be the baddie here. Of course. I think that's all he can do yeah. as, as villains now. That's, uh, he's going to be stuck in that for a time. Have you heard he's going to be the new Sheriff of Nottingham? What? That new, sounds amazing. What new Robin Hood film is there going to be? There, there's what always possibly have they not? The only way Hollywood can legally keep the banks at bay is by always filming or releasing a Robin Hood film at some point. <laughs> they are constantly being written or direct, filmed or being released. But in this one, he's going to split an arrow with another arrow. Can you believe it. this one's a gritty take? No, unlike Ridley Scott's bonkers. Take. With Taron Egerton, who I think is the guy from. Eggsy. Eggsy, yes, that's right. Kinsman. Jamie Fox as Little John. Jamie sure. Jamie Dornan as Will Scarlet. I not, mean, not, what more do you need? Not Evie Hewson. Christian Grey himself, my word. Anyway, enough about that. More about uh, Ready Player Crap. Sorry, Ready Player One, yes. Terrible, terrible, uh, terrible book. Um, Who's our lead? Oof. Ty Sheridan? Oh, uh, Is he a maze runner? Because yeah, he looks oh, like he yes. should be a maze runner, doesn't he? I, I don't think so. he is, no? but... Oh, oh his, his, that's memorable. He's Cyclops in the X-Men films. Ooh. <laughs> well, not the original Cyclops. That's in true. The rebooted ones after First Class, I guess. He must have been cloned from either the guy who runs mazes mm. or the guy who was in the Fantastic Four and the drummer. <laughs> well, I don't it? think he looks like Miles Teller. He does. He's an absolute <laughs> spitting image of Miles Teller. All right, it is actually pretty close, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, Where did Hollywood find these people? So what, what 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 do we pick up on the plot of the film from the trailer though? Nothing. 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 It's the Matrix. It's a Matrix for slightly with less violence. And it more looks like Spielberg Twelve A Matrix, which appeals, even, doesn't it? Even updated references will miss the target audience, who are probably teenagers and don't remember the nineties. Do they do, do teenagers play Halo anymore? <laughs> they been and gone. Indeed. That was fairly prominent. I'm sure there were plenty that were missed, and then. What will happen is, because it's a Warner film, it will have great references for everything apart from all the stuff that Disney owns. Yeah. So there'll be no Marvel characters. There'll be, for some reason, no one will have wanted to build a Star Wars level. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What a mystery that will be. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm really torn, because, I mean, Spielberg makes good films. Sure. It's not, you know, he's not the big name he used to be, but he still makes solidly, hugely entertaining, mawkish films. And goodness knows, uh, you know, this would be squarely in his wheelhouse. Absolutely, yeah. But wasn't And yet, because we know what the, the, um, you know, the source material is, Mm. hard to get excited about. It's really hard to be going. So, uh, if you like, if you like the look of this trailer, I guess we can recommend go and watch the film. But don't read the book; it's awful. <laughs> or maybe read the speed read the book. Speed read the first <laughs> half, and then you'll know whether you want to waste your money on the film. Maybe, sure, yeah. Should we get some positive trailers? I'm not sure we're going to because we've yeah, been let's... we've been, we've been bored by fantasy worlds, mm-hmm. by movie pop culture video game references, by romantic comedies. What is there left? Fantasy. What is there left? The only us? thing that appeals to us now is cities being smashed. Right, giant and robots. Eh? Fortunately, we have two fine examples of the cities getting smashed genre. <laughs> you want to start with giant robots or giant monkeys? Ah, uh, giant robots. Giant robots. All right, Pacific Rim Uprising. In, in an incredibly unlikely move, Pacific Rim <laughs> managed to get itself a sequel. Uh, in an even more unlikely move, they couldn't get Idris Elba for it. Um, I don't know what he was busy doing, but it's got to be like the most successful non-Marvel can, film. Can I defend done. Canon and yeah. say he's not alive? Oh, he didn't make spoilers. it. Out, it didn't make it out the end of Pacific Rim, which as if that's ever, almost six years ago. As if that's ever, is it really good grief? As if that's ever enough to keep the character out. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he'll have a flashback sequence Maybe. of some sort. But genius Inst- casting. Instead Why not have his son? Yes. So I did wonder if they explicitly referenced that it was his son. Jake and we're not Pentecost. Just, and we're not just uh, assuming because <laughs> John Boyega's in it that he must be related to the other uh, black character. But no, no it is, is Stacker Pentecost's son, uh, played by John Boyega. And it looks like more of the same, doesn't it? I mean, I remember being underwhelmed by Pacific Rim. I don't understand why people thought it was so great. I remember some monumentally stupid plot contrivances and well those are all the ones involving Charlie Day mm. and Bern Gorman yeah, and, and they, Ron uh, Perlman of course uh, with, Perlman. The, with the amazing glasses also sadly uh, didn't make it out the first one <laughs> um, but Charlie Day and Bern Gorman are back and what's really bizarre is um, is it Charlie Hummon the star of the Charlie first Hunnam, one yeah. didn't make it out either no, apparently not. <laughs> despite saving the day yeah. is he too expensive for Pacific Rim uprising I, maybe Pacific Rim is too good for him following his uh, <clears throat> stinker in uh, the latest King Arthur film ok fine um, so, but he's been replaced by Identikit Scott Eastwood, who again, you know, in a flash cut pan, I'm not sure I could tell the difference between the two of them. Between him and Scott Kahn, maybe. 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 <laughs> yeah, hmm, interesting. So uh, it's giant robots taking on kaiju. kaiju. I mean, that there's appeal to that, isn't there? Is there? No. What, seeing a bunch of CGI throw another bunch of CGI into a CGI building? 
Not really. It's... Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Have you been broken by all the other trailers you saw? I don't, I don't think I'd pay to go to the cinema to watch it. Is the thing. Goodness me, mister. All I want is awards quality now. <laughs> Acting. None of it's these no, computer people. It's like three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're going to smash kaiju through those billboards. I don't know. I don't know. Is, is, Interesting story from the first uh, Pacific Rim... Um, there was a piece of uh, alien communicating machinery that Charlie Day wore on his head. And, uh, is this one of the strange plot twists you were talking about earlier? <laughs> no, 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 no. This actually happened to him. He, he discovered only at the end of shooting that when he thought it had sharp corners, there was actually a loose wire, and he was gently being electrocuted every time he wore it for the entire shoot. Um, so, yeah, so that's fun. That seems, does Charlie, Charlie Day lives his life the way his characters do, doesn't he? He's very method. Um, I mean, what bad can come of this? It has four writers of the screenplay, two I mean, more you know, story credits. The director has a screenplay like and story credit. It's Steve Estenite's first film as director. Right. Best known as a producer on the um, Netflix show Daredevil, I oh, think. Oh, okay, all right. He was also involved with things oh, like Smallville, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spartacus. Um, um, because previously, of course, film. this was uh, uh, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, who directing. mysteriously passed on the sequel. Mm. That must have been before he won his Oscar. He's they not. haven't made this film in the four days I, since I'm, he won the Oscar. Yeah, I think there was, uh, you know... Well, did he just walk off set? <laughs> that would be amazing if he just <laughs> walked off set and, and said, I've Jackson, been nominated. And Peter Jackson reluctantly had to come and fill in for <laughs> Half of the kaiju battles are filmed on GoPros. <laughs> <laughs> It'll do, says Peter Jackson. It'll do. <laughs> Wow. So you're looking forward to this? Are you more more silliness more, with more so robots? than everything I'd seen before? It. Okay, well, is that fair? Mm, sure. Is that yeah. effective? You know, bad trailer, bad trailer, seeing something. It's a low bar. There was. You're right. It was a disappointment. I've discovered the best thing about this trailer is John Boyega can barely say apocalypse, just like his dad <laughs> could barely say apocalypse. But otherwise, you're right. I think I'm I'm hoping for more, and I'm not sure it's there. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, it's probably out. fun enough, right? Wow, very soon. Late March, 23rd in the UK. So, looking to hit the uh, Easter holidays here, probably do all right for that. Okay. What's the budget on it? Is there any... Because uh, it, it, it won't make a lot. <laughs> um, I don't think the first one really earned very well, did it? And that's I heard it surprising. was a bit of a slump, but I think yeah. it's one of these things that's built a bit of a history on um, DVD and such like. Well, that's... Um, that's, you know, these uh, things rarely translate into getting a sequel green. <laughs> so, I mean, they've, they've at least managed that, so fair play to them on that one, you know. Yeah, remember the Del Toro name has been attached to it. He'll still be a Previously. producer, so he must have some pull still. <laughs> yeah. And if you can like get you it... Say, he raised the money and then said, what? No, no, I'm not directing. Where'd you get that idea? <laughs> so. Struggling to find a budget here, no, but I mean, no, no, CGI is expensive, but there are no big names in it, are they? That's the thing. No, I think they're keeping it under wraps. Mm. I think it's. I wonder if they've reused the CG. <laughs> Which film is it? Oh, it's the Starship Troopers later films that just reuse the same FX shots yeah. from the original. That's I mean, fun. wouldn't that be just the simplest way to do it? Well, I mean, if they're confident that the strength of the story will carry it through and it's not just a spectacle based thing so the original oh, the original had 180 million dollars no wonder I it's can't not believe success. this one will be no. quite as low we're talking in the region of 150 million good grief I mean in this day and age that's not a lot of money it's still quite a lot I mean money. every major blockbuster will be well over 200 now yeah, before marketing that's true, that's true. Um, speaking right, of which it's a lot, it's a lot of money but it doesn't pay for the salary of someone like The Rock. 
That's true. How's that for a segue? Hey, Come on. Into uh, the latest of uh, The Rock Will Be In Anything and I Will Watch Anything With The Rock In It. It's based on a video game, actually, uh, called Rampage from back in the day. This is the latest Dwayne The Rock Johnson vehicle, Rampage, in which a... Uh, an alien meteor is causing genetic if mutation so. of super animals. There's an ape, a wolf that for some reason has like flying skin flaps between its limbs. And of course. Possibly not pictured in the trailer, a giant sort of Godzilla-y type thing. I think it's. I think the other trailer suggests it's a giant crocodile, but right, maybe right. they're going for Godzilla. So Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, Doesn't this look like utter genius? Yes, it looks like a non-stop. Fun, silly. I'd rather watch this than Pacific Rim Uprising. I'll tell you that. That's now. that's fair enough. Uh, that's probably why you were down on the Pacific Rim trailer because this <laughs> followed it. For me, it was kind of like a general upward curve. Everything uh, okay, everything just got better. And yeah. then and then the Rock was in it, so uh, that's that's the top. That's the the, and this is charismatic. So, but what what, what a there. cast he's got with it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's don't go. So the Rock is a. Zoologist? A guy who adopts albino gorillas for yeah. no reason, who knows? You sure he's not just cleaning out the gorilla poo? <laughs> he could be. Could he be actually a janitor? Oh, I've, I've adopted this gorilla. Well, I mean, you can't you can't do that. You can't, <laughs> you can't take a gorilla. Don't, don't tell the not... gorilla that. <laughs> yeah. well, he's my best friend. Um, and then Space Moon Rock hits, and then... And then they mysteriously notice the gorilla's got bigger, mm. and then it goes on a... Rampage! Uh, I, I think, mean, there's not actually, much plot. I think the other animals go on a rampage and he teams <coughs> up with the massive gorilla in order to... Uh, oh, wow. Now, that's quite a rewrite from the original game. That's true. Well, in the original game, the monsters uh, were people who were mutated Deep. into animals. Well, isn't that always the story of these so, things? The real mon- I think the real monster will be Jeffrey Dean Morgan because he's yeah, always definitely. the real monster, he's, isn't he? He's the bad guy, yeah. So, so good so. to see him get out of The Walking Dead and back to cinema. <laughs> So he he has had a fairly major part in the recent Walking Dead. He was also in Watchmen. Um, he didn't he do one of the horror reboots? Or am I thinking? No, I'm thinking of the other bloke from Watchmen who was in uh, I think so. RoboCop, the new RoboCop. Yeah, Jackie so, Earl Haley. Yes, yes. Sorry, that's uh, who right. was also the new Freddy Krueger. I didn't see that actually. Um, oh, this is a confusing yeah, down and back. I... But uh, this is... No, now I'm very famous for The Walking Dead. Yes, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Who else is in it? Malin Ackerman, who was also in Watchmen. Heroes? Was she in TV show? Is that uh, what we know one of them might. Not but sure, I, I but yeah, certainly Watchmen's probably mostly. her biggest name. Um, um, Naomi Harris got a lot of lines. She is going to be Mrs. Exposition. Yes. I feel yeah. very sorry for Naomi Harris. Yeah, but, Naomi Harris. Um, as long as she gets something done. Best known as... One time uh, as Money Penny. As Money Penny. Yeah. And 28 Days Later. Oh, yeah. She was good in 28 Days Later. Probably the first time we all got to see her. And Joe Magniello. Yes. Best name for Magic Mike. Joe Magniello. Yeah. Yeah. Best name for Magic Mike, obviously. XXL. Pee-wee's Big Adventure, I think. Weirdly. Desperate to be in the superhero films as Wade Wilson or Deathstroke, but it doesn't seem to be happening. No. And... Um, Didn't make the trailer either, which is not. weird. No. And then... Uh, and then Dwayne Johnson himself and a big CGI albino gorilla. Could you tell the difference? Between the two? Or is that harsh? Sure, one of them had more hair. <laughs> I mean, it just smacks of Dwayne being, being charismatic and mm. awesome and doing the stuff that he does. 
And goodness All knows that worked fine enough for... Uh, Only uh, three more films announced for 2018. Is that all? <laughs> I noticed he's in a, a Doc Savage film as well. That looks interesting. Well, that's we'll TVC. That oh, right, Doc Savage, Black Adam. Black uh, Adam, where did big, that go? A, big, a remake of Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, that'd be... Skyscraper, be... which we've already started to see the trailers for. Yes. Yeah. Fighting with My Family, which might be a documentary. I don't no idea about that. It, it is. It's a... Jumanji uh, 2 yeah, has been about announced. about wrestling family from the UK. Oh, okay. Mm. Jumanji 2 has been announced. As Jungle Cruise. San Andreas 2. Good Lord. Hobbs and Shaw, the Fast and Furious Good Lord. Um, spin-off. He's quite busy, isn't he? I mean, come on, the man's squad, possibly even Suicide Squad 2 here, it suggests. <laughs> <laughs> but enough about that, what about Rampage? Does it it look looks fun? awesome, it looks doesn't good. it? Yeah, it looks like... CG might be a little on the cheap side. I think it's going to be. Probably cheap. It looks cheaper than um, Pacific Rim, I thought. <laughs> did actually, but uh, Which, it's going to be enough to carry him through. But it's know? got the um, charismatic human actors, so it's John Boyega versus Dwayne Johnson. It's mm. not really it's a not fair a contest, fight, is it? Afraid not. No. Charlie Day versus Naomi Harrison again. It's mm. a win for Rampage. Yeah, it is really. You always like. I always like to see Naomi Harris. She's a good actress. So you're right. Rampage is our big winner. Um, due out middle of April, so it will get a week or two before it gets squashed by the Avengers. I fear. <laughs> It's got to get in quick. It's got to be or maybe everyone it, that doesn't maybe want to Maybe it'll trounce the Avengers maybe. Infinity War. Well, look, I mean, you know, Jumanji got there in the end, didn't it, to raise over a billion worldwide. Did, so, it, did it really uh, yeah, hit? Jeez, yeah. oh, no wonder they're spending so much on this. Yeah. these films. <laughs> and it's already got a sequel. What a, what a tagline, Big Meets Bigger. <clears throat> I, like I mean, it. that's inspired, isn't it? So, uh, yes, out of those, what, do we have any more? Is that all six? Um, that's, we've got through that's all six. That's whole trailer reel. And what, what do you want What a bizarre see? combination, aren't they? It's a weird mishmash, hodgepodge, I guess, of everything I mean, we could group them the up, into, couldn't we, into which of the um, <laughs> romantic the comedies do you want to go <laughs> yeah. see, then which of the strange parallel universe films do you want to see, <laughs> and which of the city-smashing films do you want to see. But that's well, an awful sure. lot for you to think about in your... Well, no, I mean, capacity. I, um, I definitely watched Love, Simon over uh, Midnight Sun. With you there. I would watch Rampage over Pacific Rim Uprising. With you there. And the other two, I can't remember what they were. <laughs> it's a wrinkling time versus Ready Player One. Oh. That's a lot tougher, isn't it? It's hard. I think A Wrinkle in Time will be a better film, but it's even further away from something that would interest me. Yeah. So I think I'd see if Spielberg uh, has managed to do anything to wrangle that awful but he, narrative. But if he it. hasn't, they've got our money again. We bought the book <laughs> and hated it, and now we go and see the film and, and hate it, you know. So, well, no, well, no, I'll have to. There you go. Yeah, that's, but that'll give Disney more money. That's true. Yeah, no. Ready Player One it is, then, I guess. But uh, overall, Rampage, definitely. A Rampage it is. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's all of those six uh, trailers. Five of them new, actually. So out of the way, and we shall look at today's main event, which this time was... Tomb Raider, a.k.a. Lara Croft is shit at everything. <laughs> Did you enjoy this film? Yes. No, you did not. How <laughs> dare you. Did you? I'm afraid I did rather enjoy this. Oh my God, it was awful. I'm sorry. It was I awful. I went in with fairly low expectations. Yes. And they good, were met sensible. and bettered. They were not met. And I quite no. enjoyed this. It was awful. What did you think of this? I thought the dialogue was Absolutely atrocious. 
Granted. Absolutely terrible. Right. A lot of the acting was really rather good with the shit that they had. <laughs> um, some genuine, some, some, you know, some... Uh, some well, let's start from the positives. There. Did you like the lead actress, Lisa? Lisa Vikander? Because I, yeah, I, I thought she was really, really good. She was given utter trash to work with. That, but that was the big and problem. And she was charismatic, she was entertaining, she was interesting... Within ten minutes of the film opening, I'd forgotten the dull Angelina Jolie version of this character. I think um, she was completely just there, and in many times she was put with terrible co-stars who were cashing it in. And I'm sure we'll get to many of those. <laughs> and yet she was giving it her all. I yeah. think she realised this is her one chance because you know it's a big action movie, it's a big break, and in the way Hollywood works, female actresses don't get many shots at this. No, that's true. And she really went for it. And she was a million times more charismatic or interesting than the identikit male leads we've been suffering with over the last five years. I mean, we've talked about this clones of Miles Teller that we can't uh, stand. Yeah. Charlie Hummond, can you imagine if he was in this? Or he, that Josh bad, Demar? But, but th- she was so much better than any of that. I'm not saying it saved the film and turned no. it into a masterpiece. All of this has to be caveated by it's not a great film. It's a terrible... But Terrible I thought dialogue. she's a really good central character. And yes, she has to say some awful lines, but she really does awful. it with conviction. Every one of them. There's no winking at camera. No, There's no kind true. of, I'm too big a movie star for this. That's true. I mean, she's I don't know not, sell, so. she sells 50, 60% of them. Yeah. It's only when she has to interact with the terrible older actors. <laughs> Well, the th- I mean, the problem is the and plot. And who should, who is should we lay into first? Okay, let's, the, let's deal uh, with the plot. Well, look, so. <laughs> The film spends, what, the first hour going around Lara's daily life. <laughs> like, oh, is she going to go and get a takeaway now? Oh, is so she you didn't enjoy her life in London? It was just, you just knew that they were spinning their wheels on an origin story for far too long of a bloody film. I, for, you know, do you know, forever. I thought that stuff was far more entertaining than when she first arrived to this so-called island that was supposed to be central to the character. Well, that, that was also It gave her so boring. much more of a life and a background to it. So much more interesting to see her actually interacting with real people well, rather than these terrible Character actors in these terrible um, situations. But it's also it's not believable. It's a Hollywood version of a poor London lifestyle. Yeah, obviously. You accept that. But there's some nicely shot action sequences through central London that work really well. There's some contrived elements. But none of it's about and it had her raiding and her or... <laughs> The entire film's not about tomb raiding. No, the new, the new games the aren't about tomb raiding. Well, well I mean, well, I think we'll get on to a little <clears throat> bit of you know what the hell this film was about and how it's been influenced by the most recent two or three, well, one upcoming this <gasps> year, two out recently or recent last few years um, of you know who Lara Croft is supposed to be because she didn't. I didn't have any idea of who she was supposed to be. She. The, the the plot is written. I guess they're going for maybe more realistic, but really, it what is that means the is the Batman Begins Casino Royale approach, isn't it? Well, if, if except when Batman, the CGI gets flung in, if neither Batman nor James Bond ever achieved anything on their own, <laughs> every situation she's put in, she fails. And I get that you want to well, go isn't for that a very true. This is what they're doing with all these superhero films, though. The whole point of the new Batman's is he has this team of people that help him. Yeah. It's what they do with Bond now. It's what they did with Black Panther so successfully. Yeah, but let's none of these are these solo achieves, superheroes. She achieves nothing on her own. Everything she tries to do, she fails at until a man she comes delivers, and helps she her. She delivers that food on her own successfully. Does she? <laughs> did she or did she end up 
not delivering it. I think she succeeded. Hmm. I don't know. I think everything she tried, she failed. So, Chaz, can you skip without spoilers? By all means, she can't escape from somewhere until a man helps her out. She can't achieve a certain goal until a man helps her out. She solves all of the puzzles in the very generic puzzle She tries and then fails, and then a man helps her. No, she doesn't. She solves at least two of the major puzzles. She, She solved a couple of puzzles. I don't think she's actually saved from any sequences and that she fights her way out of each item, doesn't uh, she? she? What are you talking about? No, 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 I mean, no. she has a everything, sidekick. Everything relies on her failing and then a man doing something I think that's so. I think that's unfair and harsh, and I'm not sure it's <coughs> entirely accurate. She, she can't defeat anybody, uh, and she, she wins fights based on blokes doing something that gives her an advantage she is she just fails at everything well, she tries to do what about the big dramatic scene where from as basically they recreate in the game her, the first time she has to kill someone that's her doing it all on her own she yeah, successfully fights something. and then brilliantly just like the video game within 10 minutes she's forgotten about it and she murders <laughs> about 15 people in cold blood it's a perfect recreation of the Tomb Raider video games uh, all that trauma is just gone I, I felt the central character. She had saves herself from the shipwreck. Going. She saves herself from most of the other events. I'm not sure I understand that at all. I think no. I'm reading your misogyny into this I, film. No, I think there's, there's when nothing. When is she to a damsel character. in distress? She's not a damsel in distress. She just can't achieve anything herself. She has to have the a fact man that do she does her. stupid things is part of the character and quite an entertaining trait that she's responsible for most of the bad things that happen in the story. If she just if she'd just done what the man told her to do. <laughs> Everyone would have been fine, but because she's pig-headed and wants to do her own thing and makes mistakes... But doesn't that teach you you should listen? <laughs> and, no? then, and then, the moral of the story at the end, she does do what is suggested to her by a man, and things work themselves out. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a terrible moral. Yes, it is. In what's supposed to be a you know female, but it is quite an interesting action. Lead. And clearly, she still has a lot to do beyond that. And I like well, the idea of her finally, you know, doing what's been suggested, doing the right thing, rather than rebelling every time. And very clearly, from oh, I'd say about fifteen minutes in, it was obvious they're setting this up for a sequel. And at that point, it just became. But every action film these cared. days is set know, up with a sequel. They were looking to the horizon. Are you, are we, did you think Lara was going to die during the third act? I then? thought there might be a bit more raiding of tombs. I didn't think but then this ha- film. Could... This sounds like you haven't played any of the new <coughs> games because the one thing everyone criticised for them is they've given up with tomb raiding. But it and let's face be about it, tomb raiding. raiding of tomb is very dull in film. No, it can be one done of the worst well. things they try and recreate in film is the solving the puzzles of a video game. Yes, which yeah, are great, and yeah. when they're well done, they're incredibly satisfying. When yeah. you sit and watch someone look at a combination in film and then solve it, it's really boring. Yes, it is. That's if there's true. a little mild peril, it's slightly less boring. Mm. And so here they did they did the sensible <clears> thing of they just stuck it all at the end, got but it out of the way, and said, "This bit. is stuff we've got to do." That was the good bit. Everything else was just a prelude <laughs> to that bit. So you didn't like Lara's hunting and adventures in the wilderness then, or escape from? Began, no, because so. it felt like it was it all... It wasn't a little CGI heavy. I was just waiting for Get to the Tomb, Get to the oh, Tomb. Oh, you see, I thought for the, yeah, that was the meat the of the film. And um, You didn't enjoy her doing her delivery routine. I did not, know. Or the no. bike race, because I really enjoyed that. London. I really enjoyed those sequences. 
no, no. Particularly again, because it's that classic thing. I recognise the places it's going. Sure, that if it was, was in fun. New York or Los Angeles. I wouldn't have cared. Yes, but because it's a place I recognise, like yeah, I know there. <laughs> I know I'm not, I'm not sure London. how much of London she covered. There's a suspicion. <laughs> a there's a little there's bit. A lot of, in there. There's a little bit of the mummy in the route <laughs> yeah. she takes. She may have access to the same route that Tom Cruise knows. Snuck, snuck past uh, <laughs> Windsor Castle <laughs> on her way between Bank and Liverpool Street. Yeah, uh-huh. but um, all of that elevates it, and I like that stuff. No. And the no. fact they haven't turned her into an American heroine. What would you? What, what? I mean, how would you persuade someone to go and see this film if you want to see? If you what? enjoyed the vi- the new video games, this recreates a lot of it very well. So, on if the, you on enjoy the, filming <clears throat> female heroines, on that, that one of the things that the first of the new video games seemed to take a rather um, too much time over were all the grisly ways in which. Uh, Lara Croft could come to die and there was a little bit of an icky association with the idea that actually who is this for? Is this for people that want to see a young woman die? Is this, die a, is this more ways? in your misogynist mind? Well, this film certainly seemed to be ticking some boxes from the new, from the new games. In yes. that they definitely had to get her, her climbing axe in there. They definitely had to get a you know a falling floor puzzle and her getting impaled by something. Yeah. And there seemed to be a lot of Concentrating on really dinging her up, really but it's banging Lara up. I think, well, that's part of the new character, isn't it? The yeah. fact that she's not the angelic perfect Angelina Jolie who can't even get a bit of sm- her makeup smudged. Yeah. She has to get into something. I mean, they basically recast her as Bruce Willis from Die Hard, right down to the dirty <laughs> vest. Yeah, they? sure. What I thought was very interesting was that are the games 15s? I think they might uh, be for so, the level yeah. of because it's quite graphic. Some of the injuries and the way she kills the people in the games. Ones, yeah, 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 they were always yeah. bumping up against the twelve A rating. Yeah. So she does get impaled in an amazingly bloodless way <laughs> yeah. that doesn't impede her in very much at all. <laughs> um, the pickaxe is not used in the way it is used in video games it is quite not regularly. Really, but not. So quite. there was always a lot of like tug. You know, it's that weird kind of. Oh, because it's made from a video game, we have to aim it at 12A. Mm. But the video game isn't a 12A, so that's not the right audience. But isn't it more they've got to aim at a 12A? They know the 10s are going, you know, maybe. maybe. Um, so maybe you would have enjoyed it more if it was a 15 and been a, that bit more gritty and a bit more bloody. Uh, no, I or was it making you uncomfortable because it was like that? Yeah, well, no, I, I don't need to see like somebody taking gratuitous pleasure in impaling Lara Croft on something. I mean, the, right. The, the, the symbolism is fairly obvious, but uh, you know they the really fact went she out to their do way it herself. To yeah. Rather than, I think again they shied away from a male figure in painting sure, her in sure. a violent. There's no torture in this film. <laughs> no, but you know. Speaking of torture, can we talk about Dominic West? <laughs> sure, he was great. What? <laughs> he was terrible. <laughs> he finally uh, something we agree which, on. Which set was what? he on? What did he care? Or not, because I, you know, he plays uh, Richard, R- Lord Richard Croft, um, and I'd be amazed if he bothered to learn his character's name. <laughs> if most of his scenes didn't he already involve him sitting down, he genuinely shocked to see Lara, and I think yeah. we all know why. Um, it, wow, yeah. I mean, it looked like he hadn't bothered to shave. <laughs> most of this film, they gave yeah. the character a beard just because Dominic couldn't be passed. <laughs> yeah, because he's saying, no, I'm not, I'm not shaving. And that's what I was talking I'm about. There are sequences where she's giving it her all. Yeah. Elisa Vikander playing the main character, and he's just replying with nothing. I'm I mean, not even sure he was on set when <laughs> she was giving it. Maybe again, we're being unfair to All him. of the dialogue maybe, is terrible. Maybe this is all Dominic has to give. Maybe, but yeah, he wasn't. 
Oh, he wasn't he a was charismatic or likable presence. No, and he dragged things down whenever. And mm. there are so many flashbacks. And honestly, we, we get it. I she misses her dad. But yeah, you, you could have cut understand. half an hour from this film by cutting all but one of the flashbacks. I don't understand why his character was even in it. Because the characters now have to have daddy issues or parent yeah, issues. Yeah, why? I mean, because it's it popular. Be, oh, I look. Guardians of the Galaxy has it. No. Iron Man has it. Batman might have it a little bit. Superman now has you know, it. Do you know what the key is? All those dads are dead. <laughs> Richard well, Croft. So, well, so alive, is Richard. So is alive, Richard. Oh, if you've spoilers. seen <laughs> Are we going spoiler for? Have we gone spoiler Richard, free? Richard Croft is alive for much more of this film than he needs or wants to be. Are you sure? Because I couldn't tell with Dominic. He looks fairly dead in the eyes to me. It's just a corpse being puppeted around the set. Well, yes, okay, but you must have liked uh, Walton Goggins. Because you always like Walton Goggins. I do, and yeah, he was so wasted. Mm. He was given so little to do. <laughs> but is, how much of that is the fact that the, the dialogue was terrible? A lot of it. A lot of it. <laughs> you know. There's clearly a lot of backstory being given to yeah. him. There's, an, there's a suggestion that he's been on the island for seven years, yeah, yeah. and yet they're still fully stocked with food and ammo. Mm-hmm. Fine, no problem. Yeah, they keep dropping it off, and they don't um, let him go home, which no, is a terrible to his contract. family. <laughs> terrible employment contract he signed. And then there are sequences where he's supposed to be a little bit stir crazy, but yeah. can't doesn't come across. The script fails him completely. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's like utterly wasted. It, it's like he said, "What what am I supposed to do with this character?" And they told him a bunch of stuff that the movie doesn't really go into. Mm. So he was trying his best, but he's got shit to work with. And <laughs> um, Danny Wu was pretty fun, entertaining as the sidekick character. The, yeah, sidekick who pops up when the plot needs to keep moving, <laughs> um, uh, but not a love interest. Again, sure. it's positive. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's clearly a couple of sequences where he attempts to become the love interest, yes. and it's made yeah. very clear he's not going to be the love interest <laughs> of this film. Yeah, I think that works. I think that's another positive that's, for it. Yeah, fine. Do you think there's going to be a sequel? For reasons beyond my entire comprehension, Kristen Scott Thomas and Derek Jacobi. Oh, both get I think, money. Five to six minutes of yeah. film time. Yeah. Why? Why would you hire these two actors for such roles? I mean, Derek Jacobi doesn't even stand up. No. He's, he's not playing lines. a guy in a wheelchair, as far as I can tell. He, yeah, he's, it he was has... an easy day for him, I'd say. It was an easy day? day. <laughs> oh, an easy morning. No, 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 I charge one day minimum. Yeah. You, can't, you don't get me for a morning, <laughs> I'm Derek Jacobi. Kristen <laughs> Scott Thomas at least has two scenes or two different locations to appear she, in. She proves that she has legs, which Derek Jacobi... <laughs> Does not do in this film. You can assume that you can't be sure. He may not have legs. Utterly, utterly wasted. Um, the plot as, as, has a nice twist in it. I mean, it's it's irredeemably bad, but I really liked what they did um, with the the, the, the reveal. The um, MacGuffin. It yeah, was that's true. way smarter than anything else. Because you always movie. you're always up against it with these ancient. Yeah, curses. does magic exist? Does it not? Which way are you going to go? And the decision they took, I think you're right. I think was really interesting because that's actually rowing back a little from the recent games, isn't it? Because I mean, d- you see, I was struggling to remember whether they go for there is a there is a point at which it tips over into no, no, the paranormal is real. Right, oh, okay. Um, of the first one, at least. So uh, yeah, it was. I was surprising they rowed back from that, and they and they. I think they did that quite elegantly. They handled it quite well. So you're saying you really enjoyed the final third? 
Basically, from the moment yeah. they open a door to a tomb? Pretty much when they start raiding a tomb. Right, okay. I start getting interested. Because then, what you had was Lara Croft demonstrating Solving skills puzzles, she has. The demonstrating the, main the skills she has learned in the first two acts of the film. She didn't learn I mean, any how puzzles. many chokeholds did they have to put her in to demonstrate <laughs> she can finally learn how to get out of chokeholds? Well, they never did. It just happens at some point. <laughs> they specifically go to lengths to show she can't get that out. That would of have been quite painful if we had a scene of her learning how to get out of a chokehold. I mean, how much exposition do you want? I want them to not Did you explicitly... want Dominic West to show that he used to put his daughter in a chokehold? <laughs> That would, have been, that would have been a funnier flashback, <laughs> to be honest. He's like, oh, nice, aren't you? Now get out of this. <laughs> You've got to be ready. You've got to, no. You should have been more like um, Linda Hamilton's character in Terminator 2, just yeah. training her for the apocalypse. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he kind of should have been. Like, because that's <laughs> what she's supposed to magically become immediately. It doesn't... But yeah, I so when she's gets, actually... I hope it gets a sequel. To come back to your earlier question, uh, it's uh, obviously set up for it. I think it's an interesting setup for a sequel. How much is it going to make? Stuff. You think? Not a great this deal. One won't, this one won't be very expensive, will it? I mean, there's no massive. It's very noticeable how small the cast is. Yeah. I mean, what I thought was very surprising is in the original game. Remind me if I'm wrong. It starts with her on a boat with probably seven or eight survivors, Oof. and they all get shipwrecked, and then some of them don't make it. Some of them yes. do. Because I don't think she's explicitly searching for a father at that point. The, no, I think again, she's trying to get a friends that in. But there's a whole bunch of people Immediately, around. when you saw the boat had two people on it, you went, hang on a minute, this is interesting. <laughs> what else happened to the rest of the cast? And then the fact that um, you know there aren't many of these mercenaries that they find. No. It's a very noticeably <laughs> it's a small, small cast, small isn't cast. it? There's quite a lot of CGI. It's not great CGI, no. but there's quite a lot of CGI in there, isn't there? So... I don't think there was that much, actually. I mean, the, the, the some of the water and falling into water, mm, falling yeah, over waterfalls, falling yeah. through trees, that stuff. But God, quite that, rope. That managed to be effective in that it made me feel a bit queasy watching, <laughs> watching the camera work turn as there were water effects. Well, most of the action sequences were solid. They're not standout, yeah, but they're, just, I think they're solid. They weren't that they? exciting, really. But. So. I don't Oof. see it setting the world alight. It's no. got a production budget of under a hundred million here. This mm-hmm. is ninety eight, which you would probably want cheap, to do. You know. Yeah. As we were saying before, cheap compared to some of the stuff. Mm. Um, as of recording, it's made just short of thirty four million. And this is it's its not a bad weekend, start. Isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So Yeah, it's probably I mean that, it's yeah, gonna that do pretty well. Start. I think it'll make a return. Okay. Um, and yeah, I'd like to see more of this adventure. I want to see more of the main character, which is always a great sign. I want that's, to see more of Alicia, where, where they go with her. That's true. They cheese it up at the end. I um, really hope her dad does not feature quite as prominently. You think he'll be on a sequel. recording in the, in the sequel? Cause, uh, I, think you know, I think they'll find a way to have him do at least five mawkish scenes. Yeah. He's got to spur her on, of course, because she can't massive, do anything on her own. She needs a man to... Uh, there's a massive, massive gap about where her mother is. He doesn't uh-huh, even get yeah. a scene. <laughs> or a mention. So I presume they're holding that back for some terrible TV actress who, who could fill the role. Um, what, uh, <clears throat> cameo from Nick Frost. Wasn't that entertaining? Quite fun. Wasn't sure, it really yeah. great? Yeah. And th- let's give them another positive. Put in a post-credit scene at the start of the credits. Yes, that that, that, that is, could have yeah. been held back for another. <laughs> we could have sat for ten or fifteen minutes waiting for that, but that's instead true. we got it, and then we could leave. And then we could leave. So that's all good. <laughs> um, yeah, I was just oof, at the first hour. I just didn't care about anybody, and it was. I mean, the plot was so so laid out in front of you that you were like, right, I get it. Can we can we skip ahead to when we're doing the thing that the film's about, please? 
We don't have to... But that's your expectations of wanting to see Tomb Raiding. Yes! <laughs> From a film called I know, Tomb Raiding. I now realise when I say that, that maybe that's not quite the best defence. Um, I I it's film... almost like you want to see some avenging in these films. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think the film didn't seem to be able to decide what it wanted to be. It was half origin story, half, well, a third Indiana Jones rip-off, and sort of... And then the rest was kind of a slightly bloodless action film. It's so interesting you see. I, I came out very differently because I really enjoyed that first hour or so. Yeah. I think it lost momentum during some of the sequences once they get to the <clears> island. Yeah. But I loved the early stuff. I loved the action sequences on the island once they're there. Yeah. I did enjoy the Tomb Raiding because it did have to happen at the end. And as you're right, they had some interesting ideas in it. I think it's a solid action film um, that I found much more entertaining than I was expecting. But you could by a solid again, central you? performance. Not immediately. You couldn't, you couldn't go and put that film on knowing that Dominic West is just going to stink it up for half the right But time. I could probably fast forward through his sequences. <laughs> and that's why I am keen to see more. Because okay. I'm assuming they will have written him out for good and find I mean, a better way to do it. Let's, I, I would put it this way. I would be more excited about the sequel to this than this. Then that's a successful film, isn't it? I think they, I think they've Hollywood got must love you. <laughs> I think they've got all of the stuff they had to get out of the way. Got the blocks out in place. Of the way. But they're going to have to find something for her to character development for the next one. Otherwise, well, she they, just does turn into the statuesque Angelina Jolie. They've got a blank slate to start with. You know, the end of this film is literally the starting point of the last of the first Tomb Raider film. Is it? I mean, you know, that's the well, situation. Well, she has a boob job. That's the, si- <laughs> that's the situation. I missed, I missed that post credit scene. She gets, what, she gets measured up some well, hot I'm, pants. I'm, I'm rich now. <laughs> I'm getting implants. No. Uh, that, that's the situation that the character's in, basically. At the end of this film, she is the Lara Croft Tomb Raider. She yes. has all of her stuff. She if is ready Batman to begin. begins. Yeah, except in Batman Begins, he did a bit of Batman. <laughs> she does a little bit of Tomb Raider. There you go. It's bit. perfect. How many hours? Let's say, what is it the end of the second act when you first see the full cape and cowl of right. Batman Begins? Is oh, that you fair? You tell me. I, don't know. I believe it's pretty much the end of the second act when she raids her first tomb. <laughs> it's the perfect origin story film. You're just sick of origin stories. Well, that's also that's true. That's what it is. I'm not going to sit through another hour and ten So isn't this the perfect going. like superhero creation film? You're now ready for the sequel when they don't have to do all of that well, introduction of where they got their stuff. Yes, except we've seen so many origin stories now that nobody's keen to ever see one ever again. We like them to just jump in and go, okay, you can do things. It's the Spider-Man Homecoming <laughs> versus them trying to do, you know, the, the amazing So you're saying it's the Black Panther? I'm saying, yeah, exactly. That's that's what you want. You want to just go, oh, you're a thing? Okay, yeah, good. Rather than, mm, So let's... you don't like seeing characters learn and change. You she didn't that, learn you anything. Their final she form. didn't change. She learned how to get out of a chokehold. <laughs> I disagree. <She> <laughs> I don't think she ever did. <laughs> she did not. No. No. She knew how to solve some puzzles. Why? Because her dad had left them with her. Because but she her needs dad a man didn't know it. to do everything. She solved the riddles of them. The dad left them clues, but they weren't. Walter couldn't solve them. Even though he had the same set of clues that she did. Wow. Are you saying that characters are not allowed to learn anything from their parents? No, I'm, I'm saying she didn't seem to I learn mean, anything I'm, at any point. I'm not sure we're able to learn anything from Dominic. <laughs> That's a valid concern. <laughs> we, she can't be blamed for that, yes. If that is, 
That's the parental figure she grew up Let's with. Let's face she's it, not she's learned a, a lot. She's learned a lot. She's done well considering, yes. Also, so I, I, couldn't, think... I couldn't understand the age because she says like, um, oh, I was a little girl when you left. He's been away for seven years. How old is she supposed to be? Because <laughs> if she was over 14 when he left, she wasn't that little a girl. She well, there was a, a scene, teenager. there was definitely one of the flashback scenes when she was looked to be sort of teenager age, wasn't she? Young, 11, 12... When she was le- when she was showing her yes. archery skills, yeah, yeah, yeah. that but I assumed that was the last now. time she saw him. Wasn't it? So she's supposed to be nineteen in this, you think? That's my guess. Good grief! Because because I mean, he asked her where she went to university, and it's like he must assume she's not still. Maybe at that was maybe that was just one of the many many times he left. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe they're saving the flashback of when he finally finally left. Also, can I get this? Out there, any film All right. that has uh, that gives you flashbacks to bits that happened earlier in that film that isn't a memento style reveal, and especially ones that just do audio flashbacks because they think the audience is too stupid to understand <laughs> that somebody is seeing a thing that relates to a thing they've seen before. I hate it, it should stop. It is it is an insult to the intelligence just of the audience. Because you have an attention span of 15 minutes, <laughs> most film goers can only manage 10. Just remember, they if they listen to this podcast, they can't trust you to remember the trailers. What hope do they have of you remembering key plot points in the film? I, I, I don't like it. I don't like reading. So that's music. basically your only criticism is a standard movie um, job. What you've got from this is that's that. my only criticism. That's pretty much that all I've heard? heard, yes. This, no. this is descending into either arguments or Dominic West bashing. So <laughs> I think we should probably Fine. call the halt there who, before who either we it? fight each other or the lawyers turn up. Who directed it? Uh, the amazingly named Raw Th- Uthang. Oh, yeah. Who Raw is Norwegian. Raw It would not surprise you to know. Uh, best known for The Wave mm, or A Fistful of Kebab. Okay, He's so made first film, of, uh, possibly foreign language films, Escape, Cold mm. Prey, mm. Magic Silver. They do Magic love... Silver. What? I thought it, it was. It looks like a background in horror. Mm. Yeah, Scandinavian horror. I mean, competently well directed. Sure. So the action scenes weren't spectacular, and some of the CGI was a little ropey, but it was solid. The, 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 As I we was, talked about yeah. earlier, I think it towed the line of that. Recreating the violent stuff without going too far, without losing your rating. It's clear what the source material was. It was very faithful to that when it yeah, chose to. Made it look it, like so it. it, but without going so overboard to recreate precise to, to, sequences. Yeah, exactly. Not not really. You know, not really watching a, watching someone reenact a video game would have been mm. a bad idea. Which is what they often try to do. They do, it? and it's a terrible idea. Um, <laughs> so yeah, competently directed, I'd say. I mean, I have major issues with all of the dialogue, half of the plot. Do you think it was written dialogue. in Norwegian and then translated? I think and something hasn't really survived. I think it was written in crayon. I mean, it has. It hasn't. Sadly, no involvement of Rihanna Pratchett, who I believe wrote the video games. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, uh, our, our writers to blame are uh, Genevieve Roberts, Robertson Dwelt, and Alistair Siddons. Right, uh, Genevieve Robertson Dwart. Best known for not a lot. Tomb Raider is her first published credit, mm. uh, but she is a writer on Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Upcoming, what, Brie Larson film? That bit of one. Yep, sandwiched between the two Avengers films. Oh, and get this she's announced as a writer for Mask. Oh, Can you wait for the return of the Mobile Armoured Strike Command? Yes. 
Yes, enough of in, these in, stupid in, 80s toy films. But are we getting a stupid 80s toy universe where the Transformers meet masks? Not if we And then G.I. Joe will turn up. Not if we've been good. Oh, I mean, come on, that sounds so much fun. Incorrect, though. <laughs> and just to be fair to Alistair, let's see if you have any credits. Uh, no. No. Made <laughs> Trespass Against Us in 2016, right. a writing credit, and directed a couple of documentaries. So that's probably where maybe it could have done a, with a couple of passes from a more competent um, writing team. Mm-hmm. Maybe we needed, you know, Akiva Goldsmith to do a pass. <laughs> I tell you what, I would have, I, yeah, I would have loved to have seen uh, Rihanna Pratchett could have some input. It could have it. done with a ghost riding or, or another, another couple of drafts to get or to punch even, the dark. Um, Jane Goldman would have probably mm-hmm. done a good job with it. So, so there yeah, we go. So wow, we're really but divided on this it. then. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it, like there was twenty so, minutes of it that I liked. Um, right. But there were two hours of it that I didn't. It was only a two-hour film. Well, Are it you felt the like much longer. That's true. It did feel a lot long. I would say, for lowered expectations, it is a plus for me. It's not a masterpiece. Mm. But going in with lower expectations, it's a video game movie. It's a pretty good video game movie for me. It's, it's, it is a pretty it's not, good... It's not Mortal Kombat. It is a pretty we, we, good we, we, we all know. Obviously. We all know it's not Mortal Kombat. But right now, it's I'd say it's, video game it's movie. close yeah. to second yeah. or third place. It's better than Prince of Persia. <gasps> well, alright yeah you can't defend put that on the poster <laughs> is it better than all the Resident Evils no no no. it's not better than the first it's certainly better than any of the later ones yeah yeah that's I'll true I'll give it that <laughs> there we go something finally to agree on <laughs> okay so on that note uh, if you want a film that is Probably better than the last three Resident Evil films. <laughs> and Prince of Persia. And Prince of Persia, then, and you insist on seeing a, a film based on a video game. Probably better than Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah, we can't judge. We no, haven't seen sure. Assassin's okay. Creed. But yes, definitely. Maybe, maybe better than Assassin's Creed too. Um, then uh, go and see Tomb Raider. Uh, adjust your expectations accordingly, yes. I guess. And we will speak to you again soon.